The autumn wind is a pirate. Well, welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your flipped out, pissed off, just (laughs) indescribably disappointed host, Raider Greg. And I'm going to tell you right now, get the kitties out of the room, close the door, pull down the drapes, because Raider Greg is going off on show 245. Well, on this show, I've got two stories. One will be Massacre at the Mecca, the beating we took by the New Orleans Saints, the ridiculous lack of anything, and I'll go over that for sure. But just for those fans out there somewhere that are thinking that this isn't the end, that there's no reason to panic, that we should all just take a deep breath because it's only a preseason game, I have another story just for you, and it's from Sean of the Raider Take, and it's very apropos, and it's entitled Beat Down by New Orleans. And that, my friends, will be the show, along with uh, the bone line, which I've changed to the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline. Now, notice I didn't put Suicide Prevention Hotline because, shit, if you're on the edge right now, move the fuck over. Because I'm coming. I'm not even going to stand at the edge. I'm just going to fucking jump after this fucking game. So let's get to the first story. The beatdown in Oaktown by the Saints. This story is from a very good Raider fan. The guy is diehard. Sean of the Raider take. He's got some of the greatest takes, and he's so cerebral. I love it. So uh, check this out. I hope to do it justice. After yesterday's beatdown, Tom Cable said, I'm embarrassed. Well, no shit. You know, it's bad when you're embarrassed by a preseason effort or... The lack of. I'm sure I'll hear the all too familiar refrain don't worry, be happy. It's not that bad. It's not part of a trend or indicative of a pattern. Or it's just preseason, just because our defense has been awful for years, and just because it's been awful this preseason doesn't mean anything. Or I love Tom Cable's quote, this is not the character of our team. Yeah. We live in a world full of dots that are not to be connected. Or so I'm often told. Well, sorry, I'm with our coach on this one. I'm embarrassed. The question for the Raiders is, how many times can you be embarrassed before you no longer or can legitimately claim to be embarrassed. It's becoming kind of an empty word. It's particularly becoming kind of a a slogan. Oakland Raiders, we're embarrassed. So go ahead, try and convince me that there's nothing to worry about. Tell me why I shouldn't fear 
that our head coach might be in over his head. Yeah, that's right, Raider Mike. Or that our defense isn't just more of the same old Cirque du Soleil that would be clowns flying around, hitting nothing, tackling no one. And that our offense isn't suffering from arrested development. Tell me it'll be fine come September. Right. And that was it from Sean, but I'll tell you, it hits everything right on the head. Don't tell me that things aren't wrong in Oakland. That's like pissing down my back and telling me that it's raining. And that's all I have to say about that. Oh, no, it's a massacre at the Mecca. Is it time to wear paper bags yet? Well, very soon, the Oakland Raiders will be cutting down to a 53-man squad. Boy, oh boy, who shall we cut? (laughs) I'm going to go over this fucked-up game that we had at home once a fucking again. Now, I know the F-bomb's coming. Apologize for those who are offended. But holy mackerel, I cannot believe this game. What a lack of entertainment. Beyond that, I just can't even describe it. But I'm going to (laughs) try. Let's start off with the atmosphere, getting to the Coliseum. It was a beautiful day. It was a little hot, but it was beautiful. The sky was blue. Uh, There was a very slight breeze off the bay, but... You know, it was a football day in the fall, and there was a small crowd, too, 25,000, 30,000. But you know what? It was Raider Nation, and people were tailgating, and we were feeling not super confident. But, you know, the Raider Nation was there. We were there talking about our teams, seeing what we had to do, seeing as though this was the third and most important preseason of the preseason games. We were expecting, those of us who know better, a little bit more of our team. Well, as the crowd rallied into the Coliseum, man, it was hot. It was hot in that place, man. There was no movement in there. And so uh, people were drinking, literally. And I was drinking. Thank God that I was drinking. (laughs) Because after, of course, uh, the first kickoff and Drew Brees and company marched down the field like slicing butter with a hot knife for their first touchdown, it was painfully obvious that our defense was just pedestrian or less than. I could call them any more things, but the numbers speak for themselves. And for all of you that were home, let me tell you this, you were fucking lucky because you could turn it off. I was screaming from the stands that I wanted to turn the channel. Will somebody please put on Jeopardy? That's right. I'll take what the fuck can we do about the run for 500. (laughs) That's right. 
Listen, we did nothing about the run. Nine Saints carried the ball for 232 fucking yards against the Raiders' defense. Unbelievable. Breeze, 14 for 17, two touchdowns, 179 yards, and left after the first quarter, and that was the last time we saw him. 12 different receivers. 12 different receivers got receptions on our fantastic pass defense. The Saints came out to pass, and that's exactly what they did. They passed over the middle, and our linebacking core without Morrison was painfully non-existent. They threw it well, and it was painfully obvious to this fan that that's what they were going to do, and that's what they did. Now, we can pummel the defense all day long, but we've been pummeling the defense for years. It's no surprise to this Raider fan that this defense with Marshall and the Marshall plan, which is fucked, because he can plan up his ass, and it's not going to make a bit of difference because we haven't drafted a fucking tackle since Russell. Unfucking acceptable for this Raider fan and any other fan that's been loyal to this team because we all know what we needed. The Raiders made 11 attempts at running the football and got 52 astounding yards. We had 10 penalties for 98 yards in this fucked up contest. The Raiders should be absolutely embarrassed for us. What they've done to the fans at home in the last six seasons has been a fucking nightmare and a ripoff to those who spend money to sit their ass in the seats and pay those fucking millionaires to do their job. Need I remind them, in the economy we have today, if they were working for a company, they would all be fucking fired. Russell was 12 for 18 and 153 yards, but did not tell the story of our quarterback lumbering around in the pocket with no pocket presence, sacked three times, and one fumble. Oh, what a surprise! Surprise, Jamarcus fumbled. Shit, you could tell someone that in Guam and they'd go, yeah, I know. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? Unfucking acceptable. This entire contest was unfucking acceptable. Garcia was nine for 15, 111 yards and one interception. However, he evaded the pass rush. He got the ball out. That doesn't show, you know, he got sacked as well, but it doesn't show how much better he was in the pocket. It was like night and day. Russell is not close to being there. He is not close to being an NFL quarterback. And it was reported, allegedly, that he was on the sidelines laughing, joking with the wide receivers in the fourth quarter. I would find it extremely hard to laugh or joke for at least a week after this fucking beating. I'm going to have a hard time doing it, and I'm just a fucking fan. If he was laughing in the fourth quarter, I have one thing to say to Jamarcus Russell. You can kiss my goat-smelling ass, you asshole. Because people want to see you succeed, but they want to see you get serious about your fucking job, joker. Mr. Mink Hat, 
Mr. Check out his do. Did you see what he was wearing on his head? What's that supposed to be? Why would you wear a mohawk and disgrace the mohawk nation? <laughs> I mean, please. Until you do something, spare me the antics and spare me, you know, the minks and the diamonds and all that other horse shit. Now, I'm going to go on a little bit about the coaching, the timeouts. It was a poorly coached game. <laughs> the, the plays were absolutely, you could, I could tell what they were going to do. It was pretty, pretty obvious. We have not done a goddamn thing to change this team from last year. <laughs> These plays are tired old plays that we've been running a million times, and they're dead obvious. That's on the offensive side of the ball. The fucking defense, once they get set in position, they never move. There's no adjustment when there's an offensive adjustment. There's no change. The four-man front is dead. That solid 4-3 is gone. It is an antiquated defense that should have been thrown out with the bathwater and the baby, for crying out loud. And the fact that we still run it with oversized, too tall defensive tackles that are too tall, because leverage is the name of the game here in but I bet you they're the fastest fucking defensive tackles in history because that's how we fucking draft or fast guys. Big and fast, but they got to be fast. And the fact that we've drafted <laughs> cornerbacks, defensive backs, how many, what, 25 in the last 10 years? Is just a fucking joke to this Raider fan that we have not shored up our offensive along with our defensive line, because let me tell you, the defense was a fucking travesty from the get-go, and the offense was no parade. The offensive fucking line was just as bad. Satelli, you better warrior up, partner, because you blow. And that wasn't even a good defensive tackle, nose tackle in front of you. When you see one on Monday, the 12th of September, you better be ready, partner, big time, because he's going to pick you up and throw you out of the way, and that's going to be it. The offensive line was atrocious. The protection was less. The run game was non-existent, as you could tell from the yards. They were blown off the ball, both sides of the ball. Our lines are pitiful. The holding, the false starts, the penalties are incredible, and that's lack of discipline on the lines, and that's the job of, guess who? Basic fucking cable. And yes, Raider Mike, I'm calling him basic cable. What do you got to say, partner? Where was the coaching? Where was the coaching in this game that was supposed to be a game that was planned? <laughs> this was a schemed game where we looked at what they did and we planned for it. Where? How? Who? Who the hell made up this game plan? Because whoever it was should be out of the building today. 
They should have their bags packed, their office cleaned out. Nice talking to you. Have a nice day. Fucking unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. And this Raider fan ain't holding back. 45 to 7. 45 to 7. If not for a lucky interception, it would have been 53 to 7. If not for a lucky touchdown by Jonathan Holland, it would have been 53 to fucking zero. Now tell me it's preseason and we shouldn't worry about that. Unfucking acceptable. I mean, all too familiar. All too familiar. Drive killing penalties, blown coverages, missed tackles, poor blocking, bad decisions, slippery fingers. All these things that happened for the last six fucking years. I mean, Drew Brees, all the Saints quarterbacks did whatever they wanted. Didn't make any difference. Tyvon Branch and Ricky Brown, they were unable to stop any of the doggone uh, tight ends. It just didn't happen. They didn't shut them down at all. They got to catch every ball. Now, Greg Ellis, I'm going to tell you this, man. Greg Ellis is a stud. Any of you motherfuckers out there want to say anything about Ellis, you're fucking wrong. You better look at the film over and over again because he was the only dirty guy on the defensive squad. He was the only one in that fucking team who was pissed off enough to fucking show it. Show how pissed he was. Everyone else was embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. They should be fucking pissed off, ready to, like a cobra, to spit in somebody's fucking eye. I can't believe that they're not angry at themselves. Jamarcus Russell, head down. Everybody else, head down. Samoa broke his wrist, got a bone fracture in his wrist. Hey, they're trying to make it sound like there's not, oh yeah, don't worry about it. That guy, in the first series, had the first three tackles. Okay? The first series of the game, Asamoah had the first three tackles. What does that fucking tell you, man? <laughs> Our blitzes were pitifully weak. We could not stop the run. 232 net yards. Ugh. We have given up 634 fucking rushing yards in three games. 634 fucking yards, man. That is unfucking acceptable. Johnny Lee Higgins, where were you? Not there. Lewis Murphy, looked good, couldn't hold on to the ball, fumbles. Cornell Green is the new penalty king. Don't let him get me started on that fucking guy. So Telly's having a hard fucking time, man, and he's going to have a real hard time with Jamal Williams. Trust me. I don't know what to tell you, Raider Nation. I mean... <laughs> A DHP has gotten two catches in the last two games for a total of 20 fucking pitiful yards in three starts. I just, I don't know what else to say, Raider Nation. I've said everything I can say about three times now, and that's all I can say about the game. We blow, we blew, and I'll tell you right now, they should have handed a little little uh, container, a little, little plastic thing full of lubricant to each doggone person who paid for a seat in that fucking stadium. We all should got a little lube, example of lube 
because we all took it in the ass at home again. Why can't these motherfuckers win a game at home for the fans? I don't fuck. I don't give a shit if you lose every other game. Try winning it at home for a chance. I I'm a frustrated season ticket holder, folks, and it just <laughs> it just blows my mind. So let's hope that Seattle's better. You know, I don't have a whole lot of water in this bucket now. By now, there's hardly any. It's, the, the bucket's empty because I, I don't have much faith. I got to sit down and regroup because I'll tell you, I'm, I'm fucked up depressed. I'm embarrassed to be a fan. I mean, talk about when, you know, stand proud, be proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But And I will. But today, I'm not. I can't be. I can't be because I just, you know, I have to hear it. Everyone hears it. You know, you're getting text messages. You're getting phone calls. Yeah, where's your team out now? Thank you, Raiders. Thank you, Oakland Raiders and coaching staff and Mr. Davis for putting such a fine product on the field for us as fans that pay money for all your shit and support your team. Yeah, we can walk around now today and get the beating from our friends and neighbors that we just can't wait to get. It's great. I couldn't wait. I knew I was leaving the stadium. I was getting text messages. <laughs> fucking acceptable. And they better fucking get it turned around. Or I'm going to tell you, the only thing in that stadium is going to be fucking seagulls. And they're going to be hungry motherfuckers. Now, I'm sorry about the language here, but I am just blown away. And the more I talk about it, the more I think about it, the more flipped out I am. Fucking A. What a joke. And that is all I have to fucking say about that. All right, Raider Nation, 1-800-620-7181. I bet a lot of you guys out there are just, you're so bummed you don't even want to call. I, I know you're feeling. But this now is turned from the bone line to the Raider Nation suicide hotline. Give us a call because that's what this is. Raider Nation suicide hotline. Notice that it's not suicide prevention hotline. Well, without further ado, let's get to another happy fan with our team. Who's first on the on the line? Fuck. This is Raider Greg at the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline. How may I help you, Raider Frank from Cologne, Germany? <laughs> Hi, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Frank from Cologne, Germany. Second time caller, one call every year. I have to say that I'm quite impressed by the performance of the Raiders so far. Although they lost the game to the 49ers, the team looks good. And, surprisingly, the quarterback situation is better than I thought. Losing Andrew Walter to the Patriot Reds was a disappointment, but it was likely another player we lost to the Patriot Reds. Although I don't like them, I really don't like them. They knew where they took Walter, I think. He's good, but our guys, 
they stepped up and the performance of Charlie Fry and Gretkowski is a very pleasant surprise for me. They look good. But I still have my doubts that J-Rath is our guy for the future. But let's see. Give him a chance. Maybe he can step up this year. And hopefully for him and for us, Chess Chillens, he will recover soon. Darius Hayward from the Bay, he had problems catching the ball, I heard in camp, and he had some drops. But secondly, it is nice that the new season is coming, and I can feel it, Raider Nation, and the game against the Dead Batteries will show the direction the Raiders are going this season, I'm sure. And again, 5,500 miles are lying ahead of me because I will come to the game, Raider Greg and hope to meet you at the tailgate party. We want no chargeless, no nutless chargers, no Casey chefs. We want the silver and black. Just win, baby. Go Raiders. I'm Raider Frank from Cologne, Germany. Peace. I'm out. Well, you weren't on the ledge when you made this phone call, but if you're on the ledge now... <laughs> oh, well, you know what? After this game, Raider Frank, I'm sure you have a different take on our team. And that's all I'm going to say to you right now. <laughs> because we have someone who needs some help next on the line. This is Raider Greg at the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline. How can I help you, Tokai Raider? What's your emergency? Hey, Tokai Raider here. Just finished watching the first quarter of the Raiders and the Saints. This is my in-depth analysis. Boo! Bullshit football. No defense. We're fucked. Uh, I thought you were going to say, Boo-shit! But boo pretty much says it all. All I can help you with, my brother, maybe some throat lozenges today from the booing because we all did it and it was warranted. As you know, I was there too. All right. What's the next emergency? <laughs> the next hotline call would be the Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Well, <laughs> stand back from the ledge, bro. Hang on. Raider Nation, Raider Gray, this is Archangel. I'm sitting here watching this game. 21 nothing with 9 minutes and 40 seconds left in the second quarter. And I'm calling now instead of waiting until after the game because this is straight-up pathetic. You know what? It's really not looking good for us as far as playing against San Diego Monday night because if we get drilled like this on a preseason game, imagine in prime time when we're playing against San Diego. And once again, it's going to be at home again. I mean, this is really, truly embarrassing. And, I mean, I really thought about I was going to wait until after this game and then watch the Atlanta-San Diego game tonight to really go ahead and tell you guys what I think will probably happen on our first game of the season. But it's not looking good, Raider Nation. Offense looked like crap. Defense looked like crap. I mean, last week we couldn't stop the run. This week we couldn't even stop the pass. I mean, how hard is it? I mean, lower the box and stop a team who likes to run and go ahead and play straight-up man-to-man against teams who really like to throw the ball and put some pressure on the quarterback. Drew Brees, oh, gee whiz. I mean, the guy was expected to play, play the first half, 
He's already out of the game. They got Mark Brunel in the game. I mean, this is straight up embarrassing. Anyway, I just thought I'd just let you guys have my thoughts right now. I mean, I'm flustered right now. Talk to you guys next week. Peace. Well, I'm glad you got that off your chest because everybody else has the same feeling. Thanks for the call, brother. I hope you feel better. <laughs> Honestly. All right. Who has the next issue here on the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline? Raider Ho of the Coachella Valley. Tell me, my brother, how can I help you? <laughs> hey, Raider Greg, this is uh, Raider Ho out here in the Coachella Valley. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. That's all I have to say. Nothing else needs to be said. I hope you feel better, my brother. <laughs> it's pretty funny, I think. Okay, what is the next emergency on the hotline? Let's go. Well, my brother from the desert, what can I help you with, my friend? Don't be down. Let's hear what you got to say. Let it out, man. Let it out. Hey, what's up, Raider Greg? This is a desert raider. First half just ended. Uh, can anybody tell me, did we have one first down? Did we even cross our own 40-yard line? It was pathetic on both sides of the ball. Just absolute atrocious football. After uh, the horror of last week's game when a rookie running back ate us alive, uh, it's more of the same this week. Uh, you know what? The, the year is not looking good at this point. I know we're playing a good team, but last week you can't call San Francisco a good team, and we got eight up there too in yards anyway. So I'm just really looking at this going, okay, what's the reality this year? Are we going to get four wins, five wins? Dare we say six wins? With a play like this, it's just pathetic. And uh, there's only one person to blame for this, and it's Al Davis. Even an amateur knows that if you have problems on the defensive line and the offensive line, you address it, you change it, you get new players in. You don't keep retooling the same players over and over and saying, oh, yeah, we just need to uh, stiffen our jaw up and, uh, and basically uh, just play better. And uh, so obviously that's out the window now because we know that's not the case. It's not a matter of just the, the attitude. It's, uh, they just absolutely suck and uh, that defensive line needs to be changed. We need new players. And uh, I just hope we can squeeze out a few more wins this year and, uh, and maybe get a general manager. Heaven help us if we could get one, man. We could freaking at least get a, a, a general manager to make some calls instead of Al Davis completely freaking doing these off-the-wall freaking uh, drafts every year. Players nobody's ever heard of. Uh, anyway, I hate to say this, man, but... I don't want to be the laughing stock again this year being a Raiders fan, so hopefully something will freaking change. You know, it's still preseason, but, you know, this is not a good freaking omen right here. Anyway, good luck, you guys. Out. Well, here we go. We've heard it before, and here it comes again. <laughs> Al Davis has to go. General manager, we've all been saying it. It could be a cure for this particular disease, this particular psychosis. The Raider Nation suicide situation. Oh, brother. You're right. I can't argue with you at all. At all. And as far as our wins this year, I'm not even going to tell you what I think. It's not going to help anybody on this phone line. That's for sure. 
The Rainer Nation Suicide Hotline. Who is the next patient in need of treatment? Oh, we have Raider Boy from Texas. Oh, man, brother. Bring it on, man. Yeah, this is Raider Boy from Texas. Uh, just 31 and nothing at half. I mean, it's awful. No protection. Guys are dropping balls. Holding. Every time we get a decent call, somebody fumbles. Uh, you know, no defense. Uh, half those plays that we're doing, uh, if you look at the uh, long, deep balls of them, our guys aren't even turning around looking for the ball. That's why we're getting all those penalties. And in, in, in addition to that, I'm getting 100 text messages from people saying, your team sucks, this and that. And, of course, they're all Cowboy fans and everything else. But uh, no protection on the quarterback. I mean, that's our second team in there. We can't even move the ball 10 yards. And I'd like to know how many yards we actually had. You know, Jamarcus's numbers are very misleading, partly because they're dropping stuff. But absolutely disgusted. I'm sitting here in my Raider room that I have. And I'm looking at all my stuff, and, uh, you know, I just, uh, just wish we could actually do something positive. But, uh, uh, guys, let's just call it like it is. Five wins, maybe? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I just, I just want to puke. It's the, worst, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life, and I don't care if it's preseason, you know. I don't know how Papa and Plunkett and Flores can sit there and be so positive. I know they have to. Uh, you know, I love the Raiders. I'm a Raider fan for life. But, guys, this is, this is a joke. I just want to go out in the back and smash something with a bat. So uh, I'm going to hang up now. Um, go Raiders, hopefully. Well, Raider boy, I got to tell you, man, you said it all. Not only was the team horrific, but the real point here is we all have to take a beating from our friends, neighbors, relatives, you name it. And it's nonstop. And it happens the minute it happens before the game's over. And uh, this is one of the things as a fan you just got to deal with. But uh, it ain't easy. And as far as as many wins, be honest with you guys, this looks like a two or three win season. Um, I can see that totally because I just don't see any heart in this team. And uh, (laughs) that's so much for your Raider Nation suicide hotline. I never said it was suicide prevention. All right. Who is the next poor soul? We need to console after this beating. Let's see. We have Raider Mike, who definitely has an opinion, and he needs to just let it out. (laughs) Okay, so Raider Mike... Let us hear what you got to say, brother. Raider Greg, Raider Mike Gainesville, Florida. We look like some stir-fried shit, basically. We are definitely headed to another 4-12 and season if we do not fix this defense. Obviously, I'm just starting to think maybe it's not Rob Ryan what the reason why our defense sucks. It's just the players. We just have undisciplined players on defense that... I don't know. I just don't understand it. How can we get trounced? And I don't care if it is preseason, 45 to nothing. We are definitely headed towards another 4-12 and season or 5-11 and if we do not fix this defense. Jamarcus, I mean, I thought he was making progress, but he has no pocket awareness. He can't see the blitz when it's coming from the blind side or the rush. I, the D-line, we're going to have to mix and match and just keep trying to come up with a form of who's the best run stoppers in there, and we just can't get any pressure on the quarterback. And now I'm starting to think we should have never traded Burgess. should have kept him, and, you know, we could have used him, just brought him in on third down situations, had him and Ellis in there. Also, I'm looking at uh, some of these players that need to be cut. 
September 1st, and I'm looking at guys right now that need to be just giving the axe. Number one, Terdell Sands. Get rid of that huge contract. Get out of there. Uh, I thought this guy was going to be good. I met him at the uh, Hall of Fame a couple years back when uh, John Madden was going to get inducted, and I talked to him. I thought he was, you know, going to be. He had a good year that year. I thought he was going to be, a, you know, a good Raider for us, but he's just some stir fire shit. He's garbage. Get him out of there. Um, as far as another one, Trevor Scott, I don't think he needs to be cut, but he needs to be dropped down to at least the third D on the roster. I mean, Jay Richardson is not even not that much better, but he, at least he's better at stopping a run and he's more experienced. Uh, Trevor Scott has not impressed me at all in preseason. He's just got trucked on that second touchdown. He's just going to be a situational pass rusher, I believe. I don't think he can play every down. As far as uh, safeties, at Jerome Boyd, number 30, he sucks. Get him out of there. He's gone. He got burnt on that last play. Also, I'm looking at the... Uh, I think Gerard Warren needs to go. I mean, this guy, it's like he shows up one game, the next game he doesn't. I'm sick of him. I'd rather, you know, get one of these young guys that Ryan Bichetti looks good or even start William Joseph. I like to see Sands and Joseph start together instead of that Gerard Warren or at least cut him or at least put him on the second or third on the depth chart. He's just garbage, I think. Uh as far as linebackers, uh, I guess we were missing Morrison today because Ricky Brown uh, – I mean, he was playing okay, but, I mean, maybe it will be better with Freaky Brown as a backup instead of a starter. And number 55, John Austin, this guy doesn't impress me. He's basic special teams linebacker. I don't think he should be out there starting or just come in on certain situations. He's not good at stopping a run either. And I'm wondering when Mike Mitchell's going to come back. I mean, damn, we need him, you know, or i like to see what he could do. And Michael Huff, I... I just uh, I'm about giving up on this guy. I mean, he, you know, for a high draft pick, he hasn't done anything. Uh, I think hiring Eugene, if he wasn't injured, would have done a better effort than him today. So we're going to have to make some serious cuts. Send a message to these defensive linemen. Uh, we're going to have to cut some big names. I mean, like I said, Warren and Sands need to go. Maybe they'll shake up that D line, and the rest of the guys can get in check. Anyway, for Greg, I know I'm kind of mumbling on or whatever, but I'm just uh, just a little upset about this. And I just, you know, like I said, I know it's just preseason, but it, I expected a, a better effort than this. Anyway, Raider Nation for life. Peace. Well, man, I'll just say this. We have to do something to bolster the confidence of the rest of the team. Getting rid of these players, eh, you know what, may not, may help, you know, but we need some anchors on this team. We need people that are very, very good, better than normal and better than average to bring everyone's play up. Because once everyone starts to get confidence and play hard, uh, things change. And you got to have bodies for that, good players. Uh, and we just don't have good players. So whatever has to happen, I think it's a draft. All right, let's look to our next caller on the Raider Nation, Suicide. Hotline. Our next poor soul that has to bear it, Juan Jorge. The Raider, my brother. What you got to say, Juan? <laughs> we fucking suck. This trash that we call a football team, the, this horrific event of a game that we witnessed is absolutely disgusting and pathetic. To put that kind of product on the field and call it professional sports is bullshit. 
I don't care if it is preseason because our first-string offense and our, especially our first-string defense looks horrendous. I am cringing right now thinking about Monday Night Football. What the hell are we going to do that game? We are going to get pummeled. This right here is embarrassing. I, I, I really, truly hope that later on we say that it was just preseason and we can walk away from it. Until that happens, this is just pathetic, embarrassing. We all look lost. Um, our team looked in dysfunction. Um, 45-7 to 7 is un, un, unexcusable. It, uh, that, that's pathetic. All right, fellas, this is one horror I'm out. I'm glad you got to spew that poison out. I, I know it's got a bad taste in your mouth. It'll have the same taste for a, a while. And I think you're right about it taking at least until we win something, a game, sometime this season. And right now, I'm not exactly sure which win we'll get. Okay, I hope it cheered you up. Who's next? The next poor soul is actually a better counselor than myself. His take is fresh, and it's very cool. So check this out. Raider Wild from Down Under. It's Raider Wild. And we lose 40-something to 7 to the Saints, and John Marshall gets possibly the worst preseason final matchup against Seattle. When a man goes up against a former employee, he usually has something extra in the tank. Think uh, Shanner over the last 20 years or so. So, John Marshall should have a dominating performance against the Seahawks, and he should be in the ear of Cable and Tolner talking about what personnel on Seattle today we should be paying attention to and which personnel we should be targeting and milking. But I just got a fear it's going to be a sugarcoating of a nugget. Sure, the defensive performance will taste sweet and succulent, but when you bite down and mush it around in your mouth, it's still going to taste like plain old dog shit. How about some three and four schemes? We all know our weaknesses at D-tackle, but putting in Tommy, Gerald and Todell for less reps might show the big guys have got more ticker than displayed and because they'd be fighting for them starting job. And we definitely got the cachet of talented linebackers who all deserve to be out on the field at the same time. Brown, Elston, Howard, and Morrison. Anyway, enough of the dark and murky crystal ball. It's time I pour myself some refreshing Kool-Aid. I think the Raiders team can definitely go 9 or 10 wins this season. Six wins straight off the board is going to be KC, Denver, and San Diego division sweep. Matt Castle just doesn't got the targets. Josh McDaniels just don't have the QB and WR. And North Turner, well, he's relied too long on Ryan Bryan's game plan to beat the Raiders. So six wins already off the board. You ask where do my other four or so wins come from? I got a speed in both the Jets and the Ravens. Like North, Rex Ryan has had the luxury for too long, having the inner workings of Rob Ryan's brain. And I just don't see the Jets or the Rexless Ravens having enough juice to beat us at our home ground. And week 13 and week 16 are against Pittsburgh and Cleveland respectively. They're potential snow games, and I just don't see the Steelers or Browns being able to run the ball on us effectively in the snow. So they'll have to pass, and we've got the personnel to beat them with the secondary plays. Anyways, all, anyways, all I'm out. Kool-Aid's getting warm in here down under in the swelling last day of winter. I'll see you all in two weeks at the tailgate when we beat them. Chargeless, nutless, bolt. Peace. 
My brother, I'll take some of that Kool-Aid, and I bet you I could probably bottle it and make millions selling it to the Raider Nation. Anything would be good if you could become delusional enough to think we would win 12 games. (laughs) That, my friend, would truly be a miracle. Great call as usual, brother. Can't wait to see you in two weeks. We're going to have a blast, regardless of what the team fucking does. Okay, what poor soul is waiting on the hotline next. (laughs) Well, this guy right here, Raider Jaime, needs no help because he is standing tall, man. He's standing tall. The rest of us are shaking with Raider Jaime, man. He's got some confidence. What you got to say, brother? Let us hear it. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. It was a pretty fucked up loss, man. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Uh, I think not just the players, but also coaching staff fucked up too, man. You know, I don't want to fucking, you know, put excuses out for the defense here. I was talking to my dad about half an hour ago, and he was telling me that we got a bunch of players here that are used to the 3-4-4-3 defense. This is a totally new defense and a new defensive coaching staff coming in. And this defense that's coming in, you know what, it's a lot more difficult to study from what my dad told me because he coached Pop Warner when, you know, when he was in and out of the Navy back in the 60s. By the way, he is the reason why I became a Raider fan in 73, man, so when he was stationed up in uh, the Bay Area with the Navy. But anyways, the defense that John Marshall presents, it's it's a little more difficult. It's a little more, you know, like, they got a different type of, types of reason you know, so forth, a bunch of different disguises that they use. And from the looks of it, my dad's telling me that these guys are having a hard time with this fucking new defense. So, you know, you guys got to look at that, man. These guys have been fucking with uh, Knucklehead over there for a couple of years with that 3-4-4-3, and now they're coming with a new defense. So, you know, it's just like my pop says, you know, just give them a couple of more weeks, you know, a couple more weeks to learn this fucking defense. But on the offense side of the shit, you know, we'll see, man. They got to cut the roster down to 53 by um, by the time they go to uh, Seattle. So we'll see what's going on. You know what? I still got, you know, faith this year. I believe it's going to be a great 2009. You know, if it was a fucked up, you know, game, I think a, a lot has to do with uh, the shit with fucking Hanson. That fucking, that motherfucker looks like a fucking child molester anyways, but... Uh, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the incident with it back on the 6th, you know. And I think once this shit gets, you know, behind and this month is over and preseason's over, I think we'll be looking at a whole different, you know, different you look with the ball club, man. So, you know, don't fucking start, you know, saying that we're going to have another fucked up year because I don't, I don't see it going that way. I got a lot of faith in my boys. Just thank you, Raider Greg. Man, I've been with them for a long time, so... Oh, by the way, my uh, my 43rd birthday was August 25th, man, and got fucked up. <laughs> so, you Raider Nation, stay true, man, and um, don't let this this game uh, depress anybody, man. You guys take care. I'm out. Well, you know what, man? I would love to think that. I really would. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, just for the faith and 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 the courage you have to stand up and stand up for the Raiders, man. I gotta salute your ass for that one, man, because. Uh, for me, there was a big letdown, 
And uh, the defense has not changed. It's still a base four defense, man. There's there's no magic here. That's how come the, the Saints blew us out because the base four is toast. They should do a three, three-man front. If they did, they'd be moving all over the field and the, the offense would have a whole lot harder time figuring out what the hell's going on. But, uh, man, take my hat off to you, man. And Raider Nation, listen to him because I'm going to have to. We're all going to have to turn it around and change our attitude, just like he said. Everyone, I mean, I'm pissed. We're all pissed. But we're going to have to get the fuck over it and move on and hope for better things because that's what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. All right. What poor soul needs consoling next? We have a surprise caller. It's a Raider player. On defense, um, he's having a hard time with this interview. Hang on. I'm, let's try to get a second with him. Hold on. Hey, guys. What's up? I'm calling the bone line. I'm playing defense for, for the Raiders. Oh, hold on. Here comes another play. I can't get off the field. Hey, guys. I'll have to let you go. I can't get off the field. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Evidently didn't have any time to talk because he was on the goddamn field all day. All right, who's next? (laughs) Who needs help next? All right, we have the Jersey Raider. He needs to have this off his chest. He needs to let everybody know. Uh, You got to feel better when you say it, at least in in a week or so. (laughs) What you got to say, my brother? What's good, Raider Nation? It's the Jersey Raider calling in, and I'm sure, as all you well know by this point in time, we just got slapped around by the New Orleans Saints. I mean, they just took us behind the woodshed and uh, gave us the business, so to speak. Uh, But really, you know what? (laughs) I'm quite speechless. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's, it seems to be the same old story year after year, and. Really, at this point, man, we just have to we just have to reevaluate everything, reevaluate everything uh, from the coaches to the players. I mean, because this effort clearly we're not going to done in the regular season. I mean, if you're getting beat forty-five-seven in the preseason game at home, yeah, people might say, "Well, it's just preseason," but no, I mean, forty-five-seven is still forty-five-seven. So you know what? We are really going to have to work our ass off if we're even going to stand a chance against San Diego, because at this point in time, honestly, Ready Greg and Ready Nation, I'm seeing 2006 Monday night all over again. Uh, if we don't improve things within the next, you know, 12, 13 days or so. But in essence, as always, you got to stay positive, got to stay hopeful. I mean, because if you don't have hope and belief in your team, what do you got? With that, as always, Raider Nation, stay strong, stay proud. Jersey Raider, I'm out. You're absolutely right. And you know what? It'll happen. Uh, The Raider Nation is pissed. I mean, look, you hear everybody's calls. That's exactly what we're feeling like because of what we saw. I know, Raider Nation, you got to get it out. That's why we're here at the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline, (laughs) where you can get it out, get it off your chest right here, like this Raider fan, the Surface Raider. That's right, man. Anybody who uses butt plug in one of these things definitely has got to get on. Sing it, brother. Hey, Ready Greg. It's uh, Surface Radar calling from England again, and uh, I've just seen that fucking horror story. 
that was our last game. Man, we are fucked. Uh, yeah, last week, you know, like you said, you was trying to see the positive. But there is nothing positive going on in there. The only positive thing is that I was wrong about Greg Ellis, and actually, he seems to be pulling it out. But fucking hell, we were bad. We were worse than bad. Um, the Tuesday after that Monday night game in San Diego, I think we're going to be hiding in the fucking toilets at work. It's They were shit. Uh, you don't even know where to start. You know, what a sight when our starting quarterback's got a towel draped over his head and it's all crashing down around him. You know, he needs to get up and show some leadership. Um, the defense, give them butt plugs. It's the only fucking holes they're going to fill. We are just shit beyond belief. Um, you ain't got to go away and do something about this because that was awful. I, I don't think we'd be a college football team. Anyway, um, man, I hope they sort this out. But Jesus, that was bad. Uh, let's hope next week you know, something more positive to say. But boy, I mean, go Raiders, but they've got a long way to go. That's it, Surface Radar, I'm out. I couldn't have said it any better myself, for sure. Uh, great take, man. And it just does the frustration. And this is another caller who is, needs to get it out. And here we are. We're here for you, brother. Hang on. It's dark shadows. All the way from Texas, this is a dark shadow. Very disappointed in the game. Very disappointed. But I'm hoping somehow they can muster it up. And I still got a lot of faith in them that things are going to work out. Somehow I wish we'd be able to still get us a defensive tackle. I don't know if we could trade a number one, our number one of next year, and try and pull something out. Damn, we need to stop that run. We got to stop that bleeding. I'm not too convinced about who we have there in our interior. I don't think anybody is, but uh, I'll still be a Raider fan forever. Die-hard Raiders. We'll come again next week. Go Raiders. It's not very dark. Actually, he's got a positive attitude and a positive take on this mess that we just had. Yes, Raider Nation, our last call of the day is from a desperate and very frustrated Raider fan. I think he sums up what everyone today has felt. Um, he's, he brings it with meaning. Uh, he says it with bravado. And it's a very good summary for this entire show. And that's my good friend, the Arkansan Raider, with his take on the game. Raider Nation. This is the Raider Nation Suicide Hotline. And notice, it's not prevention. <laughs> okay, we got to get on and move on and move up and just forget it. Put this one in the past and walk forward, Raider Nation, because what else are you going to do? Let's laugh because it's better than crying, folks. Let's just hope that things get better. Let's just hope that this is one of those games that goes off and we get flat and, and then next next game we come out and uh, we, we do better. My hope is that the team itself, man, that these guys just feel like shit and they get pissed off and turn this shit around. They get so angry. Uh, Greg Ellis erupted in the locker room telling these young guys you can't go out and party all night and then come in and expect to play in this league. Now, that's a quote. And if that horse shit is going on, man, 
well, then there's a problem in Alameda because if those guys aren't supposed to be in by 10 o'clock or whatever uh, on a home game and that's what you do, Ellis was a stud. He tried, you know, if he could be, if we had three of him, we'd have had a great game. I'm telling you, Nation, this is a big time to worry because it's real. It's not to fall. 45-7 ain't no bullshit. It's reality. And uh, we got to get turned around and put right side up and hopefully come out of this better team, a mean team, a pissed-off team that's going to prove everybody wrong. Let's just hope that happens because that's my hope. And if you got to have hope, that's what the hope I got right there. So we'll see what happens because we got the Hawks. We got the Seahawks going up Thursday. And it's a short week for the Raiders. They better get it together. And I'm just hoping uh, we do something to at least give us some more hope. With that, this is Raider Greg and I. <laughs>